0: Take a seat, young Skywalker. Do you remember that one old video I made about a year ago regarding lightsaber fighting styles? And I promised to complete them all, but then kept getting sidetracked. Well, back then I covered the first lightsaber fighting style. So today, upon many requests that I've had over the last few months, I'd like to cover my favorite style that hasn't been talked about so much. And I will explain why. It's the seventh of seven forms. Now, this was an ancient form typically used by Sith Lords and Sith alike throughout the Old Republic eras, with the New Republic Sith such as the Assassin Darth Maul and Palpatine himself being very well versed in this style. This form is called Juyo, but the variant of it, the one we will focus on today, is the most dangerous of all, Vipad. This was a version of the Dark Form that was created by Master Windu himself. Now, I could go online and reiterate what Google says about Vipod, but I feel that's just lame and not very sincere. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna include one of my favorite passages from the Revenge of the Sith novelization that the author explains perfectly. Now, I would like to briefly mention that Juyo and Vipod were two different forms of Form 7, where they both generally used Bold and direct movements. A Form 7 practitioner was said to maintain a calm exterior appearance, much like Mace, but they were also said to experience significant internal pressure, as well as filled with concepts that made the form too difficult and unattractive to many students. It was described as the most vicious form of lightsaber combat, and was said to be filled with both fury and malignant grace. The form was given the title of the most difficult and demanding form in all of lightsaber combat. The part takes place during the scene between Mace Windu and Chancellor Palpatine as they fight to the death. However, the narrative is from Anakin's point of view as he walks in. In the film, Anakin walked in at the end of the duel, but in the novel, he still sees a bit of it before Palpatine was put into the corner. So without further ado, here we go. Vepod, the seventh form of lightsaber combat, takes its name from a notoriously dangerous predator native to the moons of Sarapin. A Vepod attacks its prey with whipping strikes of its blindingly fast tentacles. Most have at least seven. It is not uncommon for them to have as many as twelve. The largest ever killed had 23. With the Vepod, one never knew how many tentacles it had until it was dead. They moved too fast to count, almost too fast to see. So did Mesa's blade. Veipod is as aggressive and powerful as its namesake, but its power comes at great risk. Immersion in Veipod opens the gates that restrain one's inner darkness. To use Veipod, a Jedi must allow himself to enjoy the fight. He must give himself over to the thrill of battle. The rush of winning! Veipod is a path that leads through the penumbra of the dark side. Mace Windu created this style, and he was its only living master. This was... Pod’s ultimate test. Anakin blinked and rubbed his eyes again. Maybe he was still a bit flashblind. The Quan master seemed to be fading in and out of existence, half swallowed by a thickening black haze. Mace was deep in it now. Submerged in Vepad, swallowed by it, he no longer truly existed as an independent being. Vepad is a channel for darkness, and that darkness flowed both ways. He accepted the furious speed of the Sith Lord, drew the shadow's rage and power into his inmost center, and let it fountain out again. He reflected the fury upon its source, as a lightsaber redirects a blaster bolt. There was a time when Mace Windu had feared the power of the dark. There was a time when he had feared the darkness in himself, but the Clone Wars had given him a gift of understanding. On a world called Harun Kal, he had faced his darkness and had learned that the power of the darkness is not to be feared. He had learned that it is fear that gives the darkness power. He was not afraid. The darkness had no power over him. Neither did he have power over it. Vepod made him an open channel, half of a superconducting loop completed by the shadow. It became a standing wave of battle that expanded into every cubic centimeter of the chancellor's office. There was no scrap of carpet nor shred of chair that might not at any second disintegrate in flames of red or purple. Lampstands became brief shields sliced into segments that whirled through the air. Couches became terrain to be climbed for advantage or overlapped in retreat. But there was still only the circle of power, the endless loop, no wound taken on either side. Not even the possibility of fatigue. What I took away from this is that Vipod is almost unbeatable you can't tire out from it because you just keep drawing on the dark side energy of yourself and your opponent. However, its danger lies hand in hand in its power. And this is where we get to the title of this video. And what I mean by this is that it's as dangerous of an art and a style to be attacked with as it is to be used. As mentioned in the passage to elaborate on this, if the user loses themselves to the darkness within, then they have surely lost. If they are a Jedi, of course. Now, if a Sith were to use this ability and this art, I believe it would fail because they themselves are made of so much darkness, and if they were to fight a light side user, there would be nothing to draw upon but their own energy. And that's why Mace probably wouldn't be so proficient and so efficient against a light side user. So if he were to go against Anakin Skywalker, I don't believe he would do as well as he did against Palpatine or another Sith. That is, unless Anakin was using the dark side, of course. Now, here's another snippet from the novel. It's really short, but the author describes Mace's intention for using and creating Vapod as he speaks to Obi-Wan about Grievous. I created Vapod to answer my weakness. It channels my own darkness into a weapon of the light. He then goes on to talk about how Yoda uses his own form to channel his own weakness as well, and Obi-Wan uses his form to channel his. It's a pretty interesting dialogue that goes back and forth between Windu and Obi-Wan, and maybe I'll cover it in another video if you like. So we can see that Mace had his own darkness as well, and it was more than most Jedi in the Order. Using this form of attack allowed him to use that darkness that he had for good, because in the end it doesn't matter if he had darkness, but rather what he chose to do with it, and he chose to do good. And I believe this reverberates a lot in life. Mace was definitely a Jedi I wish we got to see more of in the film. He was on par with Yoda, and I think it would have been very interesting to see him go against some other Sith Lords, such as Dooku, who is well-versed in fighting as well. A possible fanfiction that I've wanted to do for a long time is, what if Mace Windu was sent to fight Darth Maul in Episode 1? You can let me know how you think that one would go. Two Form 7 fighters against one another could be an interesting outcome. That's all for this video, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's info about Juyo and Vipod. If you'd like to see more about the different lightsaber fighting styles, then you can let me know in the comments and by hitting like. Thanks again, everyone. I'll see you all in the next episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you always.